Vancouver. Yes, Vancouver. Welcome to another episode of Sippin' on a 40. And I just lied to you. Straight up. I fucking lied to you. I just told you that this is another episode as if episodes have been dropping on the network. Now, that's a lie. Uh, this is the first episode in a couple months. Straight up. A couple months. It feels like a couple years. And I wasn't planning on doing an episode until... Uh, the change. The change. Because sipping on a 40, it's getting canceled. It's getting changed. It's getting canceled. Nick Bondi took took the took the entire budget with power of the towel on the Nux Misconduct Network, okay? Uh, things needed to change on sipping on a 40. That being said, that being said, I had to press record. I had to do it and get things off my chest because I'm stressed out. And I'm not letting this organization stress me out for any more days because, A, I've told the people this many times. I'm getting old. I'm getting old. I'm 28. Almost 30. Okay, I I'm still working out. I'm still trying to, you know, get to 100 years old. I I'm still doing that. So I, I know that life is long, but hey, I'm getting old. And on that note, I I've been getting injured more. An indication, yes, a blatant indication that, again, I'm getting fucking old. And the more this dude... Jim Benning plays around with this organization, I realized that there was a really good chance. A really good chance that the the possibility of Kyle Bowen, K-Y-L-E-B-H-A-W-A-N, the possibility that he will never see a Stanley Cup in his lifetime becomes more and more of a reality. Because there are consequences for insanity. Insanity. And remember, honest person, honest podcast. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. Uh, there's nothing more than I want in my in my career in fandom than for Jim Benning to prove me wrong. But I don't see it happening anytime soon. And again, there are consequences for your actions and what he's doing now to the culture and adding on to the losing environment and the... Uh, the borderline stupidity that seems to be... Can I say that? Am I going to get kicked off? Am I allowed to say that? Oh, what's changed? What's changed oh, over the last couple of years? Not much. Not much. The same moves are being made. The same levels of desperation are being inked. The same philosophy is still put in place. Again, insanity. Speaking of that, okay, obviously you can tell I'm a little stressed out. I, I called Trevor Bags and I told him, I told him, take a break from your daughter. Yes, your daughter. And come come help a brother out. Kyle Power needs you, bro. Man, we're going to have a lot of fun tonight in Vancouver, all my real fans. <laughs> It's an honor. It's an honor. It's finally happened. It's finally happened. Since since uh since Everly has been brought into the world, I don't think you've ever chosen me over her. And it uh it happened today. Straight up. It happened today. It, it may or yeah. it may or may not be her first birthday today. 
But Trevor's here talking hockey because Jim Benning is is stressing one of his best friends out. And you're here for me. This is therapy with Trevor Beggs again. Thank you, Trevor. Yeah, no problem, man. You know, it's uh, I'm always here for you. Uh, you've you've been a solid friend and uh, obviously a great contributor here on the Nux Biscotic Network. Uh, and I'll tell you what, man. I mean, it's funny that you're stressing today their stress has been eased a little bit they're thinking oh you know schmidt's been traded holtby's been bought over tannin's been bought out beagle roussel erickson are all gone happy days in canuck land but uh the canucks are still in a pretty precarious cap situation going forward and uh you know free agency free agency for jim betting has uh never been free it's never been free (laughs) it's the furthest day for all of our heads it's been it's been way more than free since he's got here, yo. This is unbelievable. I feel as if, you know, before in this thing called life, I would book that day off. You know, July first, July second. I know the date has changed over the last couple of years because of because of COVID nineteen. Real talk, that motherfucker. Anyways, that date used to be booked off because it was it was fun, it was entertaining. Now it's being booked off because. Of shit like this, okay? I need to go to therapy, right? I need to go for my walks around these times because I'm, I'm, I'm seriously thinking that nothing has really changed. Nothing has changed, and when the bar is so fucking low, shiny new objects seem shinier, especially with appeal. Especially when you get a guy like Connor Garland too, where there is a lot of substance in that, and you can garner some hope from it. But <sighs> can you? Garner enough to really believe in an organization run by Jim Benning, who is real talk, real talk, doing the same exact thing as always. But this time, we're seeing it this time, he's really getting fucked because he just bought out players that he signed last year and he lost Tyler Toffoli. I know it's, it's, it's redundant to bring this up, but it has to be brought up because it happened again this time. We're paying the price 12 months after the fact that this guy just opens up checkbooks. He can't negotiate for shit. He never gets the best deal. And he's he's got too much ink in his pen, dude. This guy just does the most every single year. And the Vancouver Canucks have been one of the worst organizations in a long time. To draw things back, I'm going for my walks. I'm having a therapy session with Trevor Beggs. I'm really thinking that the Vancouver Canucks are not going to win a Stanley Cup in my lifetime. Okay? And I... Hey... I've been oh, taking. I've been taking. Oh, hey, hey, I've been taking my. I've been taking. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. I've been oh taking my, my vitamins. You know? A year ago, we said they'd win before twenty. You know what? He, we both seem pretty convinced. The damage. And a year and a half into twenty twenty, you already say they're never going to win the cup. The, Holy! The, the damage. Jim Benning has wrecked you. He's, he's wrecked me. you, man. He's wrecked me. He's wrecked me to the point where <sighs> this might be it, man. This might be it for me in the world of sports. This might be my last year, considering what's happening in Green Bay. People are calling it the last dance. I'm calling it the last fucking chance. The last chance. And what's going to happen with with this run, this this Canucks team run by, again, Jim Benning, who's doing the same things, but this time we're already paying the price. And I'm looking forward to next year where you on the phone earlier today that made me really want to get behind the mics is, is saying that, yo, the Canucks are going to be in trouble next year, and that's when they're going to have to buy out guys like Tyler Myers. And that, that constant having to pay for nothing is what's really going to anchor this team for decades because it's going to get to a point where guys are not going to... It's just going to be sour. You need cap room, dude. You need cap room, and you need cheap players, and there's no picks. There's no cap room. We're doing the same things. I got no hope. I got no hope right now, man. I'm stressed. I'm stressed, and uh, 
Take the floor, Begsy. Well, I'll give you a little bit of hope because honestly, with with Jim Benning, I think he's all been in Vancouver. He's lasted as general manager longer than most Canuck fans thought, based again on a plethora of moves he's made that have been overpayments. You know, he's he does get fleeced in trades. He does tend to overpay UFAs. I think he's actually been okay with RFAs. But remember, you know, guys like Brock Besser, Bo Horvat, they were grinded down until the start of training camp on their RFA deals. Uh, Carter Garland, I think it was smart today to sign him up four point nine five mil a year. Uh, he bought some UFA years and, you know, he could be a guy that easily outplays the contract on his trajectory. But I'll tell you what, you're looking for something to hope or you're looking for a reason of hope. Jim Benning, if the Canucks don't make the playoffs, even if they make this year, I think if they miss next year, he's he's still going to lose his job. Like, I don't know. He needs a lot of playoff success to save his job. And honestly, if if there's a lot of playoff success and he keeps his job, it, maybe in the long, long term, it's not great. But at least we get to enjoy some playoff hockey. Like I, I feel like if the Canucks go to the playoffs, yeah, even if dog. they like squeak in and lose in round one, I don't think it's going to save his job. Like this is balls to the wall, Jim saying like this team's got to win now, and they got to win. I think the I think the bar is try, probably making it back to the semifinals where they were against Vegas. To be honest with you, so again, I just feel like if the Canucks are a bubble team, which you and I, I believe both think they are, and I, honestly, they are a bubble team. Like it's a weak division; they could easily make it in the playoffs. But I think if they flame mm. out in round one. It's still a disappointment, and I think it's, it's, he's still got to go. Uh, that being said, I think we've thought on many occasions he was going to get fired, and he didn't. So it, it is really hard to know. But I, I truly do feel like this is probably the last the last chance. I know you talk about Aaron Rodgers, but this is the last chance for Jim Benning. This better be the last chance. Fuck, yo. Okay, so let's go back to that notion that, yes, they are somewhat of a contender in a weak-ass Pacific division. And A, uh, the goal of this team should get back uh, getting back to the second round. Okay, the second round. That's that's the bar. That's what they should do. They're spending to the cap. I'm scared because if that is the standard, which is cool, which is great because you got to take steps in this thing called life, I'm scared that what they're doing now is going to hurt them when they have to take the next step from that point because Jim Benning is arguably not looking at planning out the future when it comes to his cap structure and just doing the... He's just doing the most ridiculous things all the time, and I'm afraid when it gets to that point again where this team wins around, they won't be able to add the pieces to go further. And again, we're talking about a, a Jim Benning-led team who's been pretty bad over the last five years, probably drafting the least amount of players in that span for a team that bad as well. So they're not going to have these cheap, talented dudes that can fill those spots, and I, I see a plateau for this team. And again, Vancouver, we saw it in 2011. That's... That's that's that was it for me, man. That was a that was a sports pinnacle, and we didn't even win. That's that's what the city deserves, though. That's that's what the city deserves. I know, I know. You're looking at it right here. I know y'all burned that place down up there. I know you burned it after some hockey losses, and maybe we're being cursed. But I don't like the fact that this team may not win in my lifetime. It's that simple, yo. Because it's not it's not it's not about fucking winning one or two playoff rounds, yo. It's not about that. It's about being the standard. In the Stanley Cup playoffs. I mean, there's probably Stanley Park somewhere there. There's a... Come on, yo. Pay, pay homage to the fact that this city really, really should be part of the dance. The real dance. And I don't think I'll ever be dancing again. That's for sure. I'm just I'm just venting here. Thanks for listening, Trevor. I'm never gonna dance again. <laughs> guilty feet. I've got no rhythm. I love right, this, man. You, you, you can cut that out. I know my, my voice no, no, did uh, shatter a, a mountain of glasses. That's for sure. 
Uh, look at this. I, I mean, Jim Benning, again, he's had a very aggressive offseason. And, and you're talking about you know, being in cap hell for a long time to come. Honestly, the Canucks window is now. Because, you know, they've made these moves. They're capped out, not just this year, but next year, too. And, you know, Brock Besser is going to need a new contract next year. He's he's the one big one. You have Nils Hoglander, Vasily Podkolzin, Jack Rathbone, entry level. Jack Rathbone actually needs a new contract next year, too. Don't, don't forget that as well. Uh, so, yeah, the Cucks are in a very sticky cap situation for the next <laughs> two years. And, and, honestly, it could be years into the future with guys like Myers, Ekman, Larson. Yeah. Uh, but the point I'm trying to make is... I really think that Jim Benning believes, and I don't think he's wrong, that the Canucks probably should be winning in the next three years. You know, because, again, where are these guys coming in on their entry-level deals? And he has a tendency to overpay free agents. He's done that time and time again. I'm not convinced he's going to learn his lesson there. Um, and, again, a lot of it might depend on what Hughes and Pedersen's contracts look like. But yeah. I, I'm not expecting anything more than a bridge deal, to be honest with you. I'm not expecting um, I do feel any like win. I do feel like the Canucks' time to win under Jim Benning is now, probably in the next three years, based on you know, the young guys in the lineup, where Pedersen and Hughes are, mm-hmm. um, and, and the fact that they're incredibly capped out right now, and incredibly capped out down the road as well. Down the road as well, so many things can happen, yeah. and obviously, you can hear from my voice that I don't trust anything this this dude does, and obviously, I could I could change my opinion only if the product on the ice is delivering and i mean it probably leads to my last question which is going to this place called bizarro land and i thought about it a lot today based on not only my views on jim benning but i would say a large part maybe not the majority but a large part of the community here in vancouver the fans around the world the canucks fans around the world uh that they actually think that jim benning is the worst gm ever the worst gm ever so let's say jim benning again for the majority of us He's probably one of the worst GMs ever. Let's say this guy proves us wrong, and he actually <laughs> somehow, some way, pulls it off and gets this team to win two rounds, to be a contender this year, to, to really captivate, to really change uh, the culture in the city, which really does need to change when it comes to the hockey team. Uh, what should someone like me have to do to eat my words, you know? Because I feel as if there could be a 30 for 30 documentary if he's actually able to pull this off and he actually builds a Stanley Cup team. Like if Jim Benning is able to do it, win a Stanley Cup, doing it his way, yeah, for sure. This guy, this guy's on another level. This guy's this guy should be in the Hall of Fame then. Because <laughs> he just rewrote the book on how to do it. All you gotta do is do it. Jim Benning, the fucking rock star, the biggest rock star in the NHL. Straight up. Yeah, I mean, you have to pull stories out of your ass about the luckiest team. There's usually lucky teams that go far in the playoffs. Like, I think the Ottawa Senators from 2016-17. Obviously, I think both the Oilers and Carolina Hurricanes from 2006 were both fairly lucky to be there, although the Hurricanes were a pretty strong team that season. Look, there are strong teams that make it to the dance. How many how many fluke teams actually win the Cup is my question. I, I, I kind of think of the 2012 Los Angeles Kings when they beat the Devils, who were another lucky team to get there. Uh, but that Kings mm-hmm. team, even though they're eighth place, kind of hit their stride at the right time. Uh-huh. The point is the Canucks had a hell of a lot of luck to win the Cup. I know that Benning's obviously made big bets on Ekman Larson and Tyler Myers on defense, and I think that's where the Canucks are going to fall apart, is I just don't think the defense is up to snuff. You know, Quinn Hughes obviously is the, there's no shutdown guy there right now. And <laughs> we talk, well, this is the before free agency, so by the time you're listening to this, uh, yeah. the Canucks may have already signed their deals, but I, th- I think Jim was probably going to go big boy hunting, don't you think? Like you look at that defense right now, and you have Ekman, Larson, Hughes, and Rathbone on the right side. You have three 
smaller, speedier, shiftier guys. Don't you think he's going to try to load up the right side and get like, you know, Travis Havnick, Luke Shen, Zach Bogosian, you know? Oh, yeah. Just getting two, uh, <laughs> just getting two of those this is guys. Jimbo's last stand, man. Go big or go home. And uh, when I say go big or go home, I mean he's bringing the big boys to town. No, no. He, he is going big. He is going big. He's playing like the richest dude. The richest dude in the league. You know, he's doing what he's got to do. It's been pretty evident. He's been doing that since he got here. And, you know, we, we were talking about the decor. And I'm going to have to go off again. You know, Nate Schmidt gets traded for a third-round pick. Whatever. It's got to happen, right? You got to get rid of in cap space. And he didn't really pay a lot to get him, too. The experiment, quote-unquote, didn't work. But here's another instance where this dude's pro scouting and acquisitions of NHL players just don't fucking work. Yeah, and, and, and I... I do think there's some bad luck with the Schmidt situation, though, because at the time, I think we all thought it was a great deal. I thought it was a great trade at the time. Top four defenseman for a third-round pick. You guys, 29 years old. He can skate like the wood. He's mobile. It just didn't work this season for, for whatever reason. I, I don't even think Schmidt was horrible. He was probably the best defenseman on a really, really bad defense. Um, but, yeah, he, he wanted out, didn't play his best, and and, and so be it. But I, I can't really fault Jim Benning for the bet no, on I'm going to fault him because okay. he owes us one. Get it right. Get it right once. You're not the GM of the like the Florida Panthers, the Arizona Coyotes, you know? You know? The, the, the teams that have been saved by fucking revenue sharing, a.k.a. the dollars that we spend, okay? Get it right. He has to start getting these things right for the city of Vancouver because that's not JT fucking Miller. right. We wouldn't, say JT, wouldn't you not say JT Miller was getting it right? And I, I, look, I know there's more wrongs and rights with this management group. But I think that's for damn sure. And if you think otherwise, you're a fucking idiot. Because Jim Benning <laughs> yeah. always overpay. Even even with JT Miller, it was an overpayment. Mm -hmm. You know, for a guy who produced at like a low end second line pace to give a first round pick for a cap to a cap strapped Tampa team that was in cap hell. We've seen now. Oh, Jim Benning's name should be on the Stanley Cup. Jim Benning won a Stanley Cup, dude. Holy shit! A first round pick for Tampa. Yeah, Yo, got them on a cap no, hell. just to like <laughs> not have Tampa, who needed to do it, recapture anything. Oh, and take a first-round pick, too. It's just Jim Benning cannot win in some of these transactions or just gain the upper hand immediately because I think teams around the league and personnel around the league don't want that reputation of actually making a good deal with Jim Benning. It's, I think the reputation is, yo, we got to fleece this guy in order to make a deal. Anyways, carry on, 100%. Dude. 100%. And I think you saw it in one of the athletic articles recently. Uh, I know Thomas Durant and Harmon Dial, uh, they interviewed some agents who are predicting Hughes and Pedersen's next contract. I think one of the agents just slipped in. The Canucks have a tendency to overpay. Like, this is no fucking secret. And for guys, again, this is why the betting believers, the betting supporters, like, look, I, you, you want to live a happy life. Like, yeah, I, I, get I get it. that. So I get it. good on you. Um, but this guy always overpays. He overpaid in the JT Miller trade. He overpaid in the Ekman Larson, Connor Garland deal as well. Mm. This guy always overpays. He's not a good negotiator. Could it work out? I think we all want to believe, right? There's no Canuck fan that doesn't want to be a Jim Benning fan. Like, if you're so caught up in your Jim Benning hate that you hate the Canucks, I think you've kind of lost the picture a little bit. Like, look, <laughs> if, the, if the team's good, I, I'm I'm going to be the biggest Jim, of Benning, Jim Benning fan ever. Prove you know? us wrong. Um, he's but probably not going to do it, though. So many, so many risky bets he's made, so many bad signings. I wrote about it uh, for Next was Connick after the Pearson signing. Yo, this guy spent a quarter of a billion dollars on bad contracts. I'm talking about the Speeds, Cabransons, yeah. Pearsons, Myers, Holpies, all of it. $226 million at the time. There's a quarter of a billion of Francesco Aquilini's money and, on replacement level players. 
and you could been a act- lot of bad bets. Yeah, but, but lo- it, it's a fresh year. The top nine, the top nine looks sick right now. Thatcher Demko is a legit number one. It could still work out, but I, honestly, I think the defense is uh, is a major problem, and we'll see what happens to free agency. You can but. tell you're the father, yo. You got way more optimism in your life because you have to. You have to, man. You have to bleed optimism for the people around you. I totally, uh, I totally believe that. You know, if the ones that you love, they need to feed off of you. So, uh, Bagsy, it's not working with me, and the hockey, it isn't. It isn't. I, I need to see something on the TV. Okay, I'm getting you need, old. You need more. Uh, you need more in-person time with me. You know, you and I have been separated by COVID a bit. It was uh, good to see you last week for the first time in nine months, man. Nine fucking months. Been a long time. I don't need uh, in-person time with you, time. dog. I don't need in-person time with you. Okay, I need the city that I live in. You know that one up there again. Beautiful fucking city. Okay, Vancouver, Stanley Park, the Stanley Cup. I need hockey to fucking matter again in this city. Okay, really matter. The results on the ice, they need to start mattering. This is this has gone on for way too long, and I think what Jim Benning has done in the last 72 hours, I'm just saying it. I think it's going to really add a couple more years, you know, to this downfall, to this fucking downfall, because nothing is really changing. Philosophy isn't changing. There seems to be no real plan, and everything that seems to be happening right now is, again, the same things that were happening before, spending big dollars, making the biggest moves, but it seems more desperate this time. And if I, if I was strong enough, I would be able to look at this and just say, you know what, there's a chance. But again, it's the same shit. I'd, I'd be so pissed off at myself if I fell for this. And I'm not falling for it, man. There's something wrong with this organization. It's starting from the top. And I do believe it's starting from a little bit with Aquilini, but... Jim Bennington. I think it's a lot with Aquilini. Again, more than we're going to know as uh, two podcasters. Um, but okay. I think Aquilini's so, hands are, I saw a great, uh, Photoshop today and I shouted to whoever, whoever on Twitter posted this, but it was, uh, it was, uh, Francesco Aquilini is the emperor from star Wars, you know, yeah. with the hood on yeah, yeah, yeah. and underneath it was like Jim Benning yeah. as like Darth, as like Darth Vader with the mask off. So like the breathing equipment on and everything. I saw it was a great photo because okay, it's, this... it's, I do think it's Franny, it's Franny pulling the strings a little okay, bit with Benning for sure. It's easier said than done. I've never worked for a billionaire before, okay? There's probably a reason why the dude became a billionaire because he's just able to, you know, lead or, or whatnot, right? He, he's, he's getting it done to, to some capacity, some grand or capacity. Or he's born okay? into a rich family. Or born into a rich family. I don't know shit about the Aquilinis, okay? But yo, this city deserves a GM slash president to run this hockey team and be able to tell the owner to sh- just don't get in the way. But Jim Benning, can't do that. That guy's not the right dude to lead an organization, bro. He's just like, those are the things that make me question why it's taken a little bit longer, albeit the cap problems, for guys like Pedersen and Hughes to sign because those guys are ultra competitors. And I wouldn't hesitate for a minute that they're talking with their agents and they just want to see what the fuck this guy's really about because if you look at the past, it's like, this guy's leading our team? I can see that. We're talking about it. They're probably questioning that too. Like, yo, the leader of my team is Jim Benny. The dude calling the shots is Jim Benning. Uh, let's just uh, hold off, see what's going to happen here. Let's just. And also, also, if you want to talk about money terms, why would those two want to like not get the best deal ever? Because Jim Benning just hands out money. If you're just going to throw money away to everyone, Pedersen and Hughes are yeah, for sure the thinking, yeah, I'm making the most I can make. And I wish there was a guy leading the, the team that could actually squeeze out a savings of $1.5, $2 million in both their deals combined, but it's not happening with Jim Benning. And those are the type of things that need to happen for this team to like I mean, fill to, those to gaps, answer that yo, question there, money. when you're talking about, when you're talking about guys like Pedersen and Hughes, they say, thinking that, oh yeah, Jim Benning overpays, go for the biggest contract. I do think 
hockey players, smart hockey players who are paying attention to the salary cap. I mean, they're, they're not blind to the fact that you need to take pay cuts if you want to have a stacked team to compete. That being said, when you pay guys like Ekman exactly. Larson and Tyre and Ty Myler's, you know, seven, six million bucks, uh, it's not a great look. So, yeah. uh, again, I, I got to give Benning some credit that he's at least realized his mistakes. <laughs> I mean, he was kind of forced to buy the whole being for Tannen, uh, kind of forced to trade Schmidt, but at least, you know, yeah. Beagle Roussel, Erickson, all the books. Maybe he started to realize his mistakes, but I'm not giving him a ton of credit the yet. Canucks went 0 for um, 3. Canucks went 0 for 3 with their biggest pro acquisitions. And you want to talk about a signing of Jake for Tannen, right? They just went 0 for 3. And now I'm supposed to believe that this is their window. It's like their window yeah. to do fucking hey. what? To become, it's, to actually it's, jump into mediocrity because right now they suck. The next step is mediocrity, okay? Anyways, that's hey. that's all it is. That's all. I'm happy though, man. I'm so happy, man. I'm happy. I thought the travel. <laughs> that's that's how you end every episode, man. Your life's good. But uh, then, life's uh, good. Depending, you cheer for the trip, anything. Life's talks, good, man. I'm reading books. I'm reading a Picasso book right now. Just I've been laying on the grass, living life, chilling under yeah, trees. I saw, I saw on Instagram, man. Yeah, you seem like uh, a guy who's one with the earth right now. Dude, I'm chilling under trees. I'm happy, baby. I'm happy, y'all. I'm living my life. So uh, I'm know, gonna ruin your happiness with one more question, uh -oh, and uh, uh -oh. then we'll get the fuck a, out of here. You got a daughter, but, uh, man. Get out of here. No, no, no. One, one question. Sure. One question. Okay. okay. Again, free agency tomorrow. You're listening. I mean, if you're listening to this, free agency has started, or it's it's yeah. over. Who the fuck knows when you're listening to this? Uh, but Elias Pettersson, do you think he gets offer sheeted? Do you think he signs an offer sheet? I'm sure teams would do it if he would be willing to sign. So. I think he does. You think he signs an offer sheet, eh? I think he Wouldn't does. Wouldn't that be something, though, eh? Like, the Canucks are going to match 100%, yeah. and he's got to come back to the city. He's still be embraced, though. I mean, I, I, don't, think I don't, he, don't buy that I, whole... I think he does if... Uh, I'm sorry. I think he does if he gets an offer sheet. So I don't know if an offer sheet is coming. I really don't. It would make sense, but I feel as if we always say that, and it never really happens that often. Yeah. So I don't know if one's actually coming, but if he gets one, that's seven years, that nine and a half plus, he's, he's going to sign it. He's going to sign and I wouldn't, we shouldn't be mad at him for doing that. Nobody in the city for taking a hometown, like, why, did, why didn't you take a hometown discount? Why did you sign that, yo? You know your team needs more salary. Dude, it's not his fault that Jim Benning is the GM of this team. It's hard to even have faith in that, dog. For an ultra competitor like that? Come on, dog. Come on. Again, two of those signings that he made last year, they're going to cost Elias Pedersen and the roster that he plays on for the next two years. It's the same shit all the time. And before that, there were players making, what, combined 15 to $20 million. If you look at that bottom six, I mean, they were playing, but they're invisible. I don't know, man. This guy's got to take the money because he ha has had a short career. But I think he'll back that shit up, too. I think he believes that, too. He's not scared of the pressure. He's like, I'll make my 9.5 right now, and I'm probably going to have to rip it up. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to lean on that and, and use that as motivation and live up to the hype because this guy's connected. We all know that. I, I wouldn't be mad. And the city shouldn't be mad, too. If... Save your fucking anger for Jim Benning. Anyways, give me a book to read, okay? Can you can you help me out here? We're already over time. Um, it's your daughter's. Uh, it's your daughter's what? I don't know. She learned how to ride the fucking bike She's today. Okay, bad, man. Come on. She learned She's how. Bad. She, lear night, she, she learned. She learned how to ride the bike today, but Trevor's not celebrating with her. <laughs> he's talking hockey because of Jim Benning, uh, okay? She, Give me she, she, she's, uh, she's needed the love and attention, man. The teeth <laughs> are popping in. Can you imagine that? Like, teeth just, like, coming in your gums, oh, a little baby, man. and it's like, ah! It's kind of yeah. fucking hurt, man. That's so she's, beautiful, uh, She's man. having a bit of a rough time. Begsy, I'm so happy for you. And uh, that that makes me so happy. I've been I've been happy the whole time here, okay? You, you can't see my smile. We probably won't op upload videos. I, I've been smiling the whole time, okay, Vancouver? Anyways, give me one book to read, okay? Give me one book to read before we sign out.
That's all. Yeah, well, I really what the fuck you reading? The book department. I've honestly been reading textbooks for most of the past year. Ooh, tell uh, me, tell me a textbook. <laughs> you want to learn about uh, you know technical analysis, financial analysis, you know? Woo! Uh, the the Canadian Securities course textbooks for sure. It's a good five six hundred pages of reading for you right there. Twenty five chapters. Cool. You'll you'll learn a lot about uh, the world of investments. Cool. That's cool, man. They're, that's exciting, bro. You're learning. You're reading. That's my friend awesome. asked me. My friend asked me what to do with his like two three thousand bucks. He's like, I'll give I'll give you twenty bucks to be my financial advisor. I was like, I'll do it for free for you, man. Whoa, come Bexy, man. Nice know your guy. worth, bro. Know your worth, man. You need to read a book. Like called I said, I'm. You're a badass. Start living your fucking best life. I think that's what the book is called. Okay, I think that's <laughs> what the book is called. But you know your worth, man. Twi- just take the twenty bucks. Just take twenty bucks. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't want to fleece my friends. You know, I'm a nice guy. I'm uh, I'm not gonna pull uh, you know, I'm not gonna be like an agent uh, going after Jim Benning. Okay, I'm gonna wow. be a nice guy. Here. Wow, man, you clearly uh, as you can tell today, you clearly care more about your friends than you do your daughter and your family because that money, <laughs> that money could do a lot of things for you. Okay, okay, bro. Fair enough. Yeah. Real talk. Family All first. Right? I'm gonna fleece everybody. Yo, another <laughs> Christmas is coming up. You know, a couple months here, man. Call me JP Barry. Hey, there you, go, there you go. Let's hey, thank, go. Thanks for your time. I, I, all I needed was ears today. I don't, I don't even know what I said over the past 24 minutes, but I don't want to live my life for the next 24 hours without getting that off my chest. And I guess talking to the people, it's been a while. You're on Sipping on a 40. Uh, yeah, this show's definitely getting canceled. <laughs> yo, it's getting canceled a couple episodes, yo. Bondi's taking all the budget. All the budget. So it's getting canceled. Maybe one episode left, two episodes left, who knows? Who knows? Begsy, thanks so much, yeah. though. Thank you, Trevor. Yes, Trevor, for doing that. That's nice of you, for ditching your daughter and giving the people, yes, the people, your voice. Your voice. Look at what's happening there. Trevor begs. Forced. Forced because he's so big-hearted to leave his daughter behind because he had to listen to me, Kyle Bowen. K-Y-L-E-B-H-A-W-A-N. Real talk. That's something else. Give that dude a round of applause. Leaving his daughter behind. On the day she learned how to crawl. To hear me complain more about Jim Benning. It, it is what it is. I, I needed that because now I can live my life and, and read books at peace and, and do that thing with what the fuck you're reading. Again, my name Kyle Bowen. Again, this show, this show is getting canceled. It's the unfortunate truth, but the truth nonetheless it's what happens when a reality becomes real. And that's what also happens when Nick Bondi steals all the all the money. All the money for the network. And uh, it's unfortunate because I, I did love this show. But hey, hey, it is what it is, right? It is what it is. Again, my name is Kyle Bowen. Have a good morning, a good afternoon, a good night. We don't know when you're listening to this, but we, yes, we appreciate it. Peace.